morning and welcome to Mornings on Main Street for this Monday, the 13th of November. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Coming up, I look forward to sharing with you the work that's being done here at F&M Bank Arena to make sure that this event space is inclusive to all, even those with a sensory need or indivisible disability. After that, our food writer and food columnist, Catherine Mayhew, talks to us about a food truck that you might be inclined to pass by unless you know what they're cooking up on the inside. And after that, we highlight the Healthy Kids Running Series out of Mount Juliet. Why one cross-country coach got the idea to start it there in her community. And then we'll also take a look back at the Veterans Day ceremony and parade that happened in Clarksville this past Saturday. But first, let's get a check of our headlines and stories that you'll find at MainStreetMediaTN.com. After eight years of work, the traffic light synchronization project has been completed by the city of Gallatin. This project has coordinated 25 traffic signals along U.S. Highway 31E and in the downtown district. Now, similar systems in other cities have helped to reduce overall travel time with fewer delays. Gallatin City engineers are now moving into phase two. You can learn much more about the synchronization project by going to our website, MainStreetMediaTN.com and finding Gallatin News. Tomorrow, in a special meeting, the Rutherford County Schools Board of Education is scheduled to vote on a rezoning plan. The proposed boundary change would affect about 1,600 elementary students and requires a new elementary school to be built on the recently acquired Beatty property. What do school leaders have to say about this vote? We can find that information on our website by looking at Murfreesboro Post. Check out this sweet creation. Lou Ann Fox is the baker who has combined her love of baking and brightening the lives of others with her business, Foxy Chocolates and Cupcakes. And now her new baking venture has her known as the MTSU Cupcake Mom. Well, how has her popularity taken off? Read all about her story by going to Murfreesboro Post. Let's get a check of the forecast now with our friends and team over at Tennessee Valley Weather. From the Tennessee Valley Weather Channel, this is your weather today. Hey folks, happy Monday to you. Thank you for stopping by Mornings on Main Street. I'm Ben Luna down in the Tennessee Valley Weather Center with a check on your forecast for today and the work week ahead. Not much happening across the mid-state region as we step through today. Temperatures making a decent rebound by noon on our way to the mid-60s after some morning fog burns off under a partly cloudy sky. Most of you will see the upper 60s for daytime highs today. If not, even the uh, lower 70s in just a few spots, especially out by the Tennessee River. And then into this evening, not half bad for a fall night across the area. Overall, partly to mostly cloudy skies at times and in general locations with temperatures cooling through the 50s. We'll be in the 40s here to start tomorrow. Now, notice a few showers try to work into the southern part of the mid-state. We've got a storm system off to the south that's trying real hard to throw some moisture north into Alabama, Mississippi, and Tennessee. But we've got a lot of dry air over us, and well, not really going to make it. I'm not very confident on that occurring through tomorrow. However, by Wednesday and Thursday, well, we might be seeing a few showers spotted across the region. Again, for tomorrow, we'll call it clouds with limited sun. Wednesday, a boundary tries to cross the area, providing a chance for a few sprinkles. Some clouds remain into early Thursday morning, and then mostly cloudy skies here on Friday. Your temperature trend, not half bad, maybe a little bit warmer than we should be for this time of year, but we're more close to normal than we were, say, points of last week and the week before. Highs in the 60s, lows at night, mid to upper 40s. 
to mid-50s for a night or two. That's a check on your forecast. Thanks for stopping by. I'll leave you with a final look at the seven-day fresh from the Tennessee Valley Weather Center. Have a great day. The Culture City Sensory Room is now open at FNM Bank Arena. This room allows families with a family member with a sensory need or invisible disability to attend an event while having a space to get out of the chaos, decompress a little bit, and then go back out to enjoy the event. Culture City is a leading nonprofit recognized nationwide for using its resources to affect change in the community for those with sensory needs. This is one of Culture City's 600 rooms built in five countries. Again, this latest at FM Bank Arena in Clarksville. Before the room would exist at a particular venue or an arena, the only option for that family is let's pack up and go home. Now, if you've spent money on tickets, on parking, on food, and all to pack up and leave within 15 minutes, most families aren't going to take that risk again. But having a sensory room, having trained staff, having a sensory bag on hand gives families and individuals that assurance to say, all right, let's take the trip, let's buy the tickets, and let's see how it goes, because we know there's space for us that will welcome us. And we want to make sure these individuals, whether they're adults, teenagers, children, are able to come out with their families, their friends, their loved ones, and be able to enjoy a sporting event, a concert, a music festival, a meal at a restaurant, or just hang out and, and enjoy. A lot of folks, you know, mentioned it earlier, but it just makes it feel where you can comfortable to bring anyone, uh, making sure that, that family members with special needs or sensory needs aren't excluded at home or a parent is excluded from an event, just making it to truly open for the whole community. So we're really excited to uh, just see this ro a room in good use, you know. Um, I've been more educated on this over the last few years and I now educate people that I know about it and it's just very important that we have this open to everybody and truly make it all inclusive. Learn more about the nonprofit Culture City by going to culturecity.org. Stick with us, we'll be right back. Beginning January 1, Delta Dental of Tennessee is introducing enhanced benefits for persons with intellectual and developmental disabilities. It'll include extra cleaning times for people with special needs, extra time for exams. More importantly, we will create a training program that any dentist office in the state can go online and pick that up. But Delta Dental, we believe that the quality of oral health care should be accessible and inclusive for all. It's time for Christmas for Kids, November 20th at the Ryman Auditorium. This year's lineup includes Shenandoah, Phil Vassar, Chapel Heart, Michaela Lane, and Hunter Girl for over 40 years. Christmas for Kids has given the joy of Christmas to thousands of Middle Tennessee children. Christmas for Kids would like to thank their great sponsors. Tickets are on sale now. Visit Ryman.com to get your tickets. We will see you November 20th at the Ryman. The first time I ever went out for Thanksgiving, I just went, oh my gosh, it was a life changer for sure. me. And they have got a Thanksgiving feast prepared for you here at the Omni, but you're going to have to make reservations. And to talk more about it, we have head chef Jonathan Welch, who joins us today. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Thanksgiving is our Super Bowl. That's, that's the biggest yeah. day of the year for our restaurant, besides maybe Mother's Day and Easter, where we do a very similar um, brunch buffet. But, you know, we're, we're really excited. We get a lot of locals, and we, we really want this to be a, a thing about Nashville. You know, absolutely any guests in the hotel are welcome, but, but we want to get as many folks that live here 
uh, to come see what we do. Don't forget, make your reservation right now. If you can get one, you better make it right now. Anywhere from 9 in the morning until 3 in the afternoon, get that reservation in for Kitchen Notes at Omni Nashville. Good morning and welcome back to Mornings on Main Street. It is time for our Let's Eat segment right now. And I'm going to start with an address for this one. It is 3042 Nolensville Road. There is a food truck there. No sign. You might not know what it is, but you should stop. It is Tequila La Pumarosa. And to tell us more about this food truck with some delicious food, we have our food columnist, food reporter, Catherine Mayhew with us. Catherine, I can't wait to hear about this one. Okay, so I've, I've discovered Taqueria La Pumbrosa because I was looking for birria. And there's not very many places in Nashville where you can get it. And I've, I'm in a food group on Facebook and somebody said, you should try Pumbrosa. So I thought, okay, well, you, they're so, they're relatively new. There's maybe two or three months old. It's run by two sisters. They're so new that they're not even on Yelp yet, which is like a real achievement in this town, uh, not to be on Yelp yet. And the only way you can find it is by the address because there's no sign. This is a very, very humble, probably has seen better days food truck. Don't put that off. Don't let that put you off. It's in front of Sam's Furniture Store, used in new furniture and appliances which may or may not be an actual business right now. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> but you, what you need to do is, is sort of just roll with it, okay? Roll with it. It's a, the, the two women who run it are absolutely lovely, and they have a traditional Mexican menu, which has a lot of different options. But the one that I was going for is birria. And what birria is, it's a way of stewing uh, meat. It started off being goat. Now, really, it's predominantly beef. And in a number of chilies and spices and a broth, and it, you stew it down until it's just meltingly tender. And that is the actual birria. And then how they serve it, which is also very distinctive, is they take a tortilla. You can get flour or corn. And at, at Pumarosa, I recommend the corn because they're handmade, and they're exquisitely delicious. They take these handmade corn tortillas and they dip it in the birria broth. And then they put it on a hot griddle, uh, which in Mexico is called a comal. They put it on this hot griddle so it gets a little bit crispy and sizzly on the outside. And the, the fat from that broth kind of crystallizes on the outside of the taco. Hungry yet? Mm, <laughs> and yes. <laughs> they put the birria in there and fold it over, and then they serve it with a little cup of that broth and some really nice condiments, some fresh radishes, some charred jalapenos and onions. And what you're supposed to do is, obviously, you take the taco and you dip it in that broth, and it is just, it's an experience that will, like no other. This is kind of torture as I'm listening to you because, yes, I am hungry. And, yes, I would like to try this. There well, is a... It's great. And then if you want to really gild the lady, you get, you get a quesadilla. Uh-huh. Is a, a quesadilla. Essentially, it's the same process. 
but they have a lot of ooey gooey melted uh, cheese mm. in there too. So now you have your cheese, your really succulent, falling apart tender beef, that consomme, the, the vegetables that go along with it. Um, it. It is a five napkin meal. It's not something you eat in your car if you're smart. <laughs> but it's so delicious. And the fact that you can find it, which is the reason a lot of Mexican restaurants don't make this, is it's very time consuming. Okay. Ugh. Making the beef alone is very time consuming. And getting the broth just right is very time consuming. And the fact that this little teeny food truck is has taken on this really one of the national dishes of Mexico mm-hmm. and, and just I've had quesadilla in Mexico. It's it's just exactly the same. Really? Oh my yes. well, is it a limited menu considering some of these items actually take them a long time to prepare and to cook? No, it's a voluminous menu. Really? They have, they have the what you would expect, right? But again, everything's handmade. They have tacos, they have burritos, they have um, sopes, which is sort of a little round of masa that's slightly thicker than a tortilla, and you shape it so that it, there's a rim around it, and then you fill it with different ingredients, refried beans, meats, cheese, lettuce, um, um, anything like that. They have um, tortas, which is the Mexican sandwich, which are absolutely delicious. And the other thing they have, which I think if they could figure out a way they should bottle, is both of these, they have really good sauces. They come complementary with anything you order. They have a green sauce that's made out of tomatillos that my husband just would drink from a cup. He wouldn't even (laughs) need anything to dip in it. And then they have a red aroha sauce that is just deliriously smoky and spicy in the best way um and i would just go order those sauces and nothing else and i'd be very happy oh so would i oh my gosh can't wait to find this i'm going to give the address for this location more time and how do you pronounce that for uh, the first part of the la pumarosa taqueria la pumarosa Taqueria, I was making it so much harder than what it is. Taqueria La Pumarosa. And this, again, that address for you is 3042 Nolensville Road. Go by and check out what these ladies have on the menu. Oh, my gosh. Catherine, thank you for stopping at a random food truck with no sign. (laughs) All the time. It's my life. (laughs) You need to make sure that you have a tracker or something so we can find you because you just stop everywhere. Just just drive up and down Nolensville Road on any given day and you'll see me someplace. I'll wave back. <laughs> Probably. Oh, my gosh, Catherine. Thank you. I can't wait for our next segment. Have a good rest of the day and we'll see you soon. Okay, take care. All right, you too. Okay, we're not done yet here on Mornings on Main Street. We may not have anything as delicious as that, but we have another great segment coming up for you. We'll be right back. <laughs> At Chapels, we pride ourselves on offering a wide variety of the freshest fruits and vegetables, handpicked just for you. We have a wide selection of the freshest, highest quality meats that will leave your taste buds craving more. Our friendly staff is always ready to lend a helping hand. We believe in treating every customer like family because at Chapels, your family is our family. We've been locally owned and operated for over 60 years. You can visit any of our Chapels locations in Dixon, White Bluff, McEwen, and Centerville. At Implant and General Dentistry, we're proud to offer dental care you can trust. 
Our team, led by Dr. Andrew Flips, is dedicated to serving our community with the highest quality of care. We offer comprehensive dental exams, cleanings, whitening, and more. With our compassionate and experienced team, you'll be able to smile with confidence. Come experience the difference for yourself. Call us today to schedule an appointment or visit our website to learn more. At Fred's Flooring, we're your source for quality flooring options. Our extensive experience and knowledge in the industry means we have the expertise to get the job done right. From carpet to tile, hardwood to laminate and luxury vinyl, we have everything you need to find the perfect floor for your home. As the Main Street Award favorite floor store winner for 2023, we know what it takes to satisfy our customers. And with our convenient financing options, you can get your dream floors now and pay over time. Visit fredsfloors.com or call us today. He shoots, and he scores! adults, we know that exercise boosts our mood. It helps to prevent injury and illness. Also keeps our muscles and bones strong. Well, you know what? It does the same for children. Also, kids who exercise get better sleep. And again, running is a great form of exercising, getting out, getting on the road. We are talking this morning about Healthy Kids Running Series. We have the community coordinator from Mount Juliet, Tennessee, Jenny Maxwell with us. Jenny, thanks again for joining me. Yes, ma'am. So how did this running series get started? Actually, now my question for you, what is the involvement that you've seen in this running series over the past few years? Um, it is, it, it has been one of those things where you see um, children that, you know, maybe sports is not their best, uh, the thing that they're, they're best at, but that they, and they, and they may not work to be able to be with the team, but they're able to still be active because they can come out and run with us. Um, and so that's kind of one of the things I've noticed with it is a lot of children, they may still be able to go and play on teams, be on football teams and mm -hmm. baseball teams, basketball teams and stuff like that. But they utilize our running series for, you know, maybe the transition between those things that are going on or they just run. Um, I do have some children that do just run in the program. Um, the, I would say that throughout the years that we've been doing it, our numbers have grown. Uh, it depends on some years where, where the numbers, you know, lie. Um, COVID was tough on us. We tried to run virtually. Few people hung in there with us and did <laughs> it. Um, but then, you know, we, we had to build back up to get the Get, let everybody know we were still around. So, Can you share with us where the Healthy Kid Running Series started and then how you were able to were able to create that there in Mount Juliet? Yeah. Um, they started in uh, Pennsylvania um, with a man and his kids, too, where he was just trying to do something to get his kids active, and the program started there. 
um, they have, I'm going to say around 385 programs throughout the country now wow. um, where they just find people like me willing to um, ha- house a program in their community and get it, get it started. Um, we've been here, this will be year seven. Um, and, and really we started the program here more for um, one for my, my oldest son, my youngest son, he was active no matter what he did. So we could get him to run and do whatever. But my oldest son was, he, he, he could play on teams and he could be on teams that it wasn't like his favorite thing to do. So we were trying to get something for him to stay active and what could he do on his own when he got older? Um, you know, what could you fall back to? Oh yeah, I was pretty good at running or I'll, I could get outside and at least walk. You know, that's one of the things that it's called healthy running series healthy kids running series but um we do encourage them like if you don't feel like running finish it walk it you know get through it um just getting out and getting active and being around other people it's a big community of people so um that's kind of where we where we started and we started that about seven years ago so it's been it's been good um for, for every type of child i guess is what i'm trying to say what age range do you work with for this running series? So we we start at two. Um, that's entertaining. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Because, you know, the goal is 50-yard dash pretty much for the two-year-old. Um, and then we go up to eighth graders. So I have had at some point a, a slew of kids that are running that mile, fourth to eighth grade. Um, sometimes some years I have more two to three year olds. Um, so it just kind of depends on how they age through the, through the groups and stuff. Um, right now I have two, uh, kids that have run with me that started running with me in the beginning and they're both high schoolers. One's a senior and one's a junior in high school. And, um, I'm also the cross country coach at Mount Juliet. And I see them when I go to, um, the races that we all compete in. And so they always come find me. How are you doing? You know, it's great. It's great to be able to see that the program kind of went in that direction where there's some children that have stuck with it this long. And, um, and they may have found it without us, but um, I do think it, it was instrumental and, in, you know, maybe getting them to that point to where like, Oh yeah, maybe I do like this. So. I think that is beautiful. What have you heard, I guess, from some of the parents as far as any benefits that they've seen at home, you know, once their child got into an activity like running, have you heard anything from them? Any oh yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I've got a couple young boys that the mom's like, I can't get them to do anything else except run. And so they're, they wait for it. They're excited for it. They're ready for it to come. Cause we only do it twice a year. Um, just like, organized twice a year we have five weeks in the spring and five weeks in the fall and she says they just look forward to it every year so um they've one of them is a fifth grader so he's going to be transitioning to middle school and when they get to to middle school they can run cross country with their middle school so um he's already been asking his mom about that when can i do that so seems Um, like it's working for some of them It seems like it is. Jenny Maxwell, thank you so very much. The community coordinator for Healthy Kid Running Series there in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. 
Jenny, before I let you know, how can we connect with you? If you have someone that's looking to have a kid start running with you in your next round of series, so I guess that'll be in the spring, yep. can they just look up Healthy Kid Running Series in Mount Juliet? Yes. Yeah, so you'll go to HealthyKidsRunningSeries.com. It'll say find a race. It puts the United States map up there. You click on Tennessee and it'll list the, I believe there's five local, okay. five local, when I say local, one's in Morristown. So that's not real local, but five Tennessee races and you'll see Mount Juliet there and click on it. And, and then it pops up our page okay. and our page shows you our dates, our time, our location, um, and, and gives you some racing guide information, like tells you how the day goes. Um, tells you what's expected of the runner, what's expected of the parents. Um, so it's all there on that on that page. Wonderful. Oh, my gosh. Jenny, thank you so much. Thank you for what you're doing thank for you. youngsters out there, getting them nice, fit, and on the road. So have a great rest of your day. And again, we appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We have more coming up right after this. This holiday season, the largest lantern festival in the country returns to Nashville Zoo. Witness more than 1,000 handcrafted Chinese lanterns featuring brand new designs, including towering mythical beasts, a life-sized Santa's workshop, and a 100-foot-long dragon. Welcome back to Zoo Illumination at Nashville Zoo. Bigger, brighter, and better than ever. Sherry's Hope is dedicated to sharing the hope of Christ, protecting the health of our community, and supporting those who are fighting cancer. You can be a champion of hope this season. When you give monthly to Sherry's Hope, you help meet the needs of families in our community as they are battling cancer. Your monthly gift of $10 or more gives hope all year. Together, we can make a difference. At Area 51 Tech Solutions, our team specializes in servicing and repairing major brands of electronics, including computers, tablets, cell phones, HDTVs, and gaming consoles. Area 51 has been our go-to place for all our tech repair needs for years. You name it, they can fix it. Trust the kid who broke it. Give them a call today at 615-379-8113. This Christmas, Give a Little Nashville needs your help to bring joy to children in need. We'll be hosting toy drives during the holiday season, so please donate toys for kids of all ages. On December 3rd, join us for our Cocktails with Santa red carpet event, where you can mingle with other supporters and enjoy festive drinks and food. Together, we can make a difference in our community this holiday season. Visit GiveALittleNashville.com or find us on Facebook to learn more and register today. Welcome back. Over the weekend, veterans were honored for their service and their sacrifice. Communities throughout the country took the time to say thank you and we appreciate you. It was no different here in Clarksville. Their Veterans Day Parade is organized by the Montgomery County Veterans Service Organization. Well, this morning we leave you with a little bit from that ceremony and the Veterans Day Parade. So proudly we have. 
我。